Hi, my name is Diana Peterson. Welcome to my new podcast, Stay Tuned. Before we start our first story, I thought I'd take a couple minutes to explain why I started this podcast. I have a confession. When I'm alone on a Friday night and nobody is watching me, I'm often watching That Girl, My Three Sons, or The Dick Van Dyke Show. It could even be Petticoat Junction, MASH, Bachelor Father, or Burns and Allen. I've been a classic sitcom closet watcher for decades. I've just begun my sixth year writing a blog about classic television. Most of the time I feel that I have to over-defend why I choose to write about this subject. Pop culture literally is the culture of the masses, and it should unify us. At its best moments, it builds and strengthens our interactions and leads us to be more accepting of other people and ideas. Kids today are growing up in a digital society, and social media has always been part of their lives. That will shape them in the way they learn and interact. When I grew up in the 1960s and 70s, our primary technology was television. I've been thinking about the way that shaped who I am, and I've been reflecting on what I learned from being a pop culture kid. Here are some of the things I'm thankful for that I've learned from sitcoms. Gracie Allen and Blanche Morton taught me having a best friend you can sit down with and talk about everything over coffee is important. On Burns and Allen, every good or bad thing that occurred in their lives was shared and analyzed over a cup of quality roast coffee by Gracie and Blanche. Most of the time, these two women shared laughter, but our closest friends also understand when it's time for tears. Having someone to navigate life with who totally gets you and never judges you, but can pull you back to reality with a loving reprimand when necessary, makes the journey so much easier. Anne-Marie on That Girl taught me how to be independent. Anne-Marie gave up her teaching job in her hometown of Brewster, New York, and moved to the Big Apple to become an actress. The show was ahead of its time. Anne was the first female character to live on her own, and although she had a boyfriend, she relied on herself. She became a role model for those of us growing up in the 60s. Anne demonstrated how a woman could choose whatever career she wanted, pursue her dreams, and set her own goals and boundaries. She paved the way for future characters like Mary Richards and Murphy Brown. Although she and Donald got engaged during the show's run, the final episode ends with Anne getting more involved with the women's liberation movement and questioning whether she is really ready to get married. Steve Douglas on My Three Sons provided me with sage advice and security. My dad and I had a great relationship when I was little and later when I was an adult and a parent myself. But those years in between were a bit unpleasant at times due to some personal demons he was dealing with. My Three Sons began the year before I was born and it continued on the air until I was 12. Wearing his sweater and holding a pipe, Steve Douglas became a surrogate father for me. I felt like I was a member of the Douglas clan. Steve always had time to listen and shared great wisdom. He also understood that kids would be kids and you had to pick your battles. He was kind and gentle. When I was pregnant with our first child, a boy it turns out, I gave my husband Dan a Steve Douglas cardigan to announce the big event. I think it was fitting that I ended up with three children, all boys. This show has always tugged at my heart, and somehow I think I always knew I would have my own three sons. Hawkeye Pierce and BJ Honeycutt on MASH taught me laughter is an essential part of life. During my formative tween years, especially in dealing with my father, I began to realize that life wasn't always sunshine and rainbows. I learned that life held some highs and some lows, but most of life is lived in the bridges between the mountains and the valleys. 
Mash taught me the importance of joy and laughter during these times. Humor became an important life skill that helped to making friends and getting through bumpy times. I learned that being able to laugh at myself and find humor in every situation keeps life bearable. Rob Petrie, Mary Richards, and Michael Scott taught me that work would be much smoother if you accepted everyone and made the best of situations rather than dwelling on the negatives. From Rob Petrie on The Dick Van Dyke Show, I learned that developing close relationships at work helped a person to be more creative and reduce stress. Mary Richards on The Mary Tyler Moore Show taught me that for every Murray Slaughter you bonded with at work, there would be a Ted Baxter you had to put up with, and hopefully you would develop some affection for them by doing so. Michael Scott from The Office taught me that we all have our quirks, and if we accept others, they will usually accept us. If we wait for the perfect coworker, we'll be waiting a long time. The work has to get done, so stay positive. We all have professional gifts and talents, but our people skills are often what make us a success or failure at our jobs. So why do so many of us have this connection with characters we've gotten to know on screens? Sure, some of it's nostalgia. When I watch a Partridge Family episode, I'm nine again, sitting in a living room next to my grade school friends. I enjoy being with that kid. She keeps me young. But I know it's more than nostalgia because I feel the same way about the cast of The Big Bang Theory, the Pearson family on This Is Us, and my Boston friends from Rizzoli and Isles. Just like certain people in our personal lives, there are characters that are fun to be around and I never get tired of watching them. All in the family has nostalgia feel for sure, but I'd rather go to the dentist than watch a season of episodes with the bunkers. Many people criticize sitcoms as fluffy and say they don't portray the reality of life. I disagree. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of mediocre and just plain awful shows out there. There always have been. But there are those shows that touch our lives in some special way. We learn from them. We laugh with them. We develop an appreciation for people that we otherwise would never come to know. So I'm grateful for the lessons I learned watching sitcoms. I'm also thankful for the passion I developed in sharing these shows with other people. After all, that's what my blog has been about, and hopefully my stories help to connect and encourage readers to be inspired by a variety of people and diverse viewpoints. But your favorites might not be my favorites. I'd love to know what your go-to shows are. Maybe I'd love to take a trip on the Enterprise or spend a weekend at the Ponderosa Ranch or solve a mystery with Macmillan and wife. If you have a penchant for characters you first met in TV Guide, then come along this journey where we can revisit these old friends. In an effort to delve into my love for pop culture, specifically classic television, I decided to begin writing a blog. That was more than five years ago, and I have enjoyed every minute of it. With hundreds of articles and thousands of hours of research, I thought it would be fun to share this appreciation of the golden age of television with other fans, and so the podcast Stay Tuned was created. We will learn about everyone's favorite shows and actors, but we'll also go behind the scenes to understand the life of composers, set designers, writers, and directors. Sometimes we'll have special themes like shows about dentists or U.S. presidents or bowling. We'll even learn the history of the TV dinner. I'd love to hear from you as we learn about television history together. You can read my blogs at therightlife61.com. That's T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E. LAFE61.com, or you can contact me by email at Diana Lynn Peterson at gmail.com. That's D I A N A L Y N N P E T E R S O N 
at gmail.com. My plan is to have two podcasts a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. So thanks for checking out this first one and stay tuned for Tuesday.